And welcome to another episode of Fan Holes, Big in Japan. I am Justin, and I'll be your host this evening. Joining me tonight are two of my BioArmor co-hosts. I wanted you guys to go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hey, Ty! I'm really happy to be here! I'm also the Giver and Agumon! Hey, what's up? This is Derek. Bio Booster Armor Michael is coming to get you. This isn't a game. Tell us where we can find the Giver unit. <laughs> the Giver unit? If you could get such a powerful bioweapon, nothing on Earth could stop you. It was a Giver to help you the other day. Where is the Giver unit? Where is the Giver? 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 Giver! <laughs> So in this episode, we will be discussing something Giver-related. We're discussing Giver, the bio-booster armor, a.k.a. Koshoku Shoko Gaiba. This is a 12-episode OVA series, which began in September 25th, 1989, and ended August 21st, 1992. And it's loosely based on Yoshiki Takiya's manga. Um, This was a request by michael he wanted to talk about this actually a few years ago and we ended up talking about something else that i can't remember now so we finally got around to it so mike i'm kind of curious what your history is with this uh ova series giver is actually like one of the very first like animes like well not maybe like one of the first a friend of mine had bought like the first couple VHSs of Giver when like Manga Entertainment was like releasing them. Like, you know, it is like a goddamn one episode per VHS for <laughs> twenty bucks. Like, uh, yeah, it's rough. Yeah. Like, uh huh. So like, but we were like uh, all about that. Like, you know, we we it, it, like in like 
I think like five or six volumes were available when we started watching it, but it was kind of like, you know, <laughs> our freaking like allowance didn't stretch that far. So it's like we had to, you know, my friend would buy one tape per month and then like buy the next one when he had enough money for the next one and like stuff like that. But um, yeah, but this is, you know, late 90s, uh, early 2000s. Like this is when I was like first getting into like anime really heavily. And uh, this is, I guess, one of the first, like, I guess, mature, quote unquote, animes like I ever watched. And like, it seemed like manga entertainment was really keen on getting like all the bloody and violent like ones out there, like, you know, Ninja Scroll and like, you know, this and stuff like that. So like, yeah, yeah, this this was, you know, this is kind of almost like, a you know, oh, like we got like the new episode of The Giver. Look, let's go to the basement and watch it like where our parents can't see it because it's all like, bloody and mature. Like, so, yeah, like, you know, this this is pretty, you know, uh, pretty nostalgic for me. But uh, yeah, like eventually, like, I think we only ended up buying like between me and him, like I bought some of the tapes and he bought one like. And then, like, you know, we passed the tapes around and, like, some of our other friends saw them. And, like, I think we only got up to, like, episode 9 or 10. And then we either lo- we couldn't find the last two or we we just lost interest or whatever. And, like, I, I only ended up seeing the last two episodes of this, like, years and years later. Like, probably, like, in the, uh, like, late 2000 and, like, the early 2010s, maybe. Like, I, I, I was like, oh, yeah, you know what? I never watched the end of Guyver. Like, so, like, I think it might have been on YouTube by then, or, like, I just looked it up somewhere and I watched, like, finished off the series. And, like, years ago, like, I, you know, I watched, like, the original OVA, like, out of, I think it's just called Out of Control, like, the, the original, like, 50-minute OVA that preceded this. And then um, I watched the 2005 series, and then, like, a few years ago, I, like, read all the manga chapters up to, like, current. And, like, unfortunately, like, Guyver's been on, like, the manga. Like, it's been extremely long running, but it's been on hiatus since, like, 2016. And I think, like, the manga artists, like, quit because it was, you know, it, as with many manga artists, like, it, it was starting to, like, have an adverse effect on his health. So we just kind of, you know, quit writing it. So now, like, people are like, well, I guess Skyver is, like, never going to have an ending or whatever. So, uh, and, like, it, these, this OVA and even, like, the 25-episode the uh, uh, 2005 series, like, um, neither neither of them, like, get anywhere close to, like, the like where the manga, like, ended at. I think the manga went on for, like, 180-something chapters, if I remember correctly. So, like, and I think, like, even the 25 episode 2005 anime only covers about maybe, like, 50 chapters. So, yeah, but, yeah, but, like, I I have a lot of nostalgic fondness for this. Like, I have a lot of nostalgic fondness for this dub in particular. And, like, there are, like, when they released the whole series on DVD or... I think it was, yeah, DVD. Like, they kind of went back and, like, redubbed some things and, like, changed some voices. And I think they, like, cleared up a lot of the distortion on, like, Zoonoid's voices and the Guyver's voice just to make it a little more, like, like hearable, like, leg- legible, whatever. Like, And I, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of like this original. Like, I, I made sure to get you, like, get you guys, like, the original, like, version that had, like, you know the really distorted voices and stuff like that. Cause I, that's the one I have nostalgia for. And 
yeah, but I don't know. Like, what about you, Derek? Like, what's your history like with the Giver? I feel like I'm old man befuddled. Like, I don't, I don't remember things anymore. Like, I don't, I'm not really sure. Like, I, th- th- this is my okay. This is my memory. I I remember the first time. Like, Giver is one of the earliest animes that I took notice of, and like I'm always going on about. Like, I was not into anime, but I did take notice of it. Like, I think. Unlike, say, something like Golgo 13, where I took notice of it, I watched the films and I liked the films. I think a friend of mine had those. I, I don't know. See, this is the thing I'm confused about. Like, a friend of mine had VHS tapes of the Giver, and I know he wanted to show it to me. And I know I saw clips of it, but not the whole thing. I'm tending to think that the series we're going to discuss tonight in detail is what he had VHS tapes of because that was dubbed and he and I'm I'm pretty sure I remember that. However, revisiting this series, I feel like I've never seen it the whole way through or even like you know outside of select clips. So, I feel like this is the first time I've seen this. The the OVA from 1986, I have distinct memories of now i guess why i'm befuddled is does that not have a dub like because i'm i'm i I was like i I don't i don't know if it does like i i found a fan dub but like not like yeah i've only ever seen a subbed version of that like so i don't know if it ever had a dub so the the only thing i can think of is there you know because like the first time i ever saw like gundam like for really for reals was a raw of 0083 and that's because one of my good buddies was Japanese and he was always like hey check this out you got to check this out like that's how that was the first time I saw Roroni Kenshin manga and he was showing me he's like look this guy likes uh you know your American comics and he'd point out to me like you know carnage swipes and gambit swipes and all this other stuff and and, and so the only other thing I can possibly suss out is that the reason why I have distinct memories of the 86 thing is may- maybe i watched that raw with him i don't I, I don't know like i i just i i i seem to have more distinct memories of the the 86 ova than than this you know 12 episode series um i've read a lot of the viz manga but not all of it um the the stuff that was you know officially translated but as far as like scanlations and stuff like that, like I, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I was reading about some stuff and paying attention to some stuff that sounded interesting. But um, as far as that goes, and I, I did try to watch a few episodes of the the aforementioned 2005, you know, 26 episode series. Um, but I, I, I didn't get too far with that. But I, I did watch the, the 12 episodes that we're talking about tonight. Um, at some point, I owned, I think, a was it Moffex or Figma? I think it was like a Figma uh, Giver figure, you know, and it was like, I thought it was pretty cool, but actually it was kind of, it was kind of small. It was kind of tiny, I guess, for a Figma. Like it wasn't, it wasn't, I, you know, it was more like 4.5 inches than like six I, or five. I have that Figma Giver too, and I was like super disappointed because like they, like, I don't know if it's a common defect, but I feel like the face is all wrong. Like the yeah. eyes are way too big and like they, they look completely different than what they do on the box. But like, I was really disappointed when I got that figure. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember I, I took a trip into San Francisco and I think it was right. Or 
right around the time Age of Ultron came out, I think. Because I, I remember I just made a day of it where I think I, I took the day off, I watched Age of Ultron, and then I went into I went into San Francisco and I wanted to go to Japantown. And I did, and I was like hanging out there, and I I went into a place that had like you know video, you know anime rentals and things like that, and they had a bunch of stuff. And I remember I saw that Giver figure, so I picked it up. And then I think later I actually like sold it, like maybe you know a couple of years later or whatever. And uh, I don't know if it was the exact same reasons as you, but but I did have a twinge of disappointment with like the scale of it. You know, I I think I had thought that it was going to be you know, more compatible with some of these other, you know, six inch figures. And when you sort of put them next to guys, it was kind of like, oh, he's a little, you know, Giver midget or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't he wasn't very um, uh, he didn't have much presence, I guess, I think is the best way to put it. But I, I, I did have that connection to the, you know, the, you know, a, a tenuous connection to I think this series because it's funny because I, I do have a distinct memory of you know, I, I talk about my, my Japanese buddy who who introduces me to a lot of stuff and a lot of it was raw Japanese and not even subtitled and stuff like that. And that might be where I saw the the original OVA. But I, I have distinct memories of seeing clips of the Giver, you know, and, and, and that kind of thing. But I, I assume it must have been I mean, unless it was subtitled, but I don't I don't think it was subtitled. I, I, I kind of feel like it was this this manga entertainment dub so and i was just kind of surprised because i didn't i didn't have as much i don't know uh, emotional recall when i was looking at it like I, I i felt like i was seeing a lot of stuff for the first time but it reminded me of tropes of other other genres that it had borrowed from and other genres that maybe it went on to influence i guess what about you justin do, do you have a history with the guyber for this OVA series, I remember watching some of it on the Sci-Fi Channel because I I was pretty sure I'd seen some of this. So I kind of looked it up and I was like, okay, this this definitely aired on Sci-Fi Channel sometime in the mid to late 90s because I was like, you know, thinking I'd seen it somewhere. So I confirmed that. But my memories are not as clear as yours are. Like, I... I don't know. I I definitely don't remember this being as um, violent. <laughs> I, I think I would have noticed that. But I do. I don't know. I, just, I remember bits and pieces of this. Um, I mean, I've seen the two live action movies. And then as far as the animation, this is the only animated Giver I have any memory of. So I'm going to go ahead and get into the era discussion part of this. So this is a 12 episode OVA series. I watched the first six episodes. I'm sorry, Mike, but I feel like that was five episodes too many because I wasn't really into this. Like, I remember I watched like episode like four or five and I emailed Derek and I was like, dude, does this get any better? Because like, I think I'm struggling. <laughs> and like, I, I don't know. I mean, I know you have a lot of nostalgia for this, Mike, but I was just, I don't know. I was put off by it. And the... I mean, the animation is really nice in spots. It's 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 kind of like Transformers season three. There's some there's some really nice animation, and then there's some just really kind of like chunky, clunking, clunky looking animation. It's just I don't know for it, for an OVA series, it just seemed kind of I don't know lazy at times. I guess my biggest gripe is like the the voice acting. Like it just feels really amateurish. It feels like they just got in randos off the street. 
and said like, "Hey, you, you're like you're you're uh you're Zoidnoid number two, so be angry." And then there's there's like, I feel like there's weird dips in the quality. Like I noticed a couple of spots where two characters very briefly are talking over each other, and I'm pretty sure it's not intentional. Like I like I feel like the audio mixing is really bad. Um, the biggest offender is um the Richard Giot character. Like I feel like I feel like he's like an 18 year old doing like his best evil man impersonation or something because he's like, yes, I am Mister Evil Businessman and we are the hyperzonoids. And I'm just like, I'm like, is this is this guy for real? Like, it, uh, like this is the real voice in a anime dub like this is this is what they went with Dude, I mean, you, you know you know you fucked up in corporate japan when the the president comes in and is like i am replacing you now <laughs> <laughs> and and then like that that first like evil businessman guy you know like he becomes like a zoinoid the, the first wait, wait i just i just gotta say Sorry, this is my fanboy geek out moment. The first evil uh, businessman guy, the the one who is the the father of uh, Guyver Three or whatever, like like that that guy is uh, what's his name? Like Ben Ben something? I forget the VA, but the the reason why it stands out to me is and and if you guys have listened to me and Tony talk about sort of Azrael, I put in a bunch of clips from the. The Batman Nightfall BBC audiobook, which I, I have endless, endless amounts of praise for. But that's actually the guy who plays Batman. So, like, every time I heard mm. him, like, talk in this, I was like, dude, it's Batman. <laughs> like, I was like, this is awesome. But, yeah. But, like, he he has this monologue in episode five where, like, he's he's turned into his uh, Zoonoid form. He's going up against the Giver. And he has, like, this minute-long speech where, basically, he's saying... You know, Guyver, I blame you for my downfall. I'm going to beat you. But it's like a minute long speech. He's saying, he's stating that same thing like in different ways. And of course, these Zoinoids, when they talk, their mouths don't move. So it's just like, it's just animation of him like slowly moving forward and saying, you know, I'm going to beat you because you caused me to get demoted and therefore I will beat you and I'm evil and I will beat you. I'm just like, this is going on forever. Like, just. Beat the guy. I mean, I mean, they do beat the crap out of Guyver in that episode. Like, I, I was kind of impressed by that. I'm like, man, they're they're really beating the crap out of the Guyver. I mean, I think the next episode is called like what Death of the Guyver, and I was like, oh, are they really going to kill him off? And then, then they didn't. But like, I don't know. I was just I was watching it, and, and just all these little like flaws were just kind of like, I don't know sticking out to me i mean like i said i'm not trying to be mean mike i know you've got a lot of nostalgia for this but i just i don't know i i had a hard time getting into it i don't know no it's fine i mean like i i love it despite its like flaws and like i know it's it's like i said it's an early manga yeah, it, entertainment yeah. dub so i mean you, you can't expect a whole lot but like <laughs> <laughs> what are you yeah. talking about <laughs> i i did i did like that japanese uh intro that you sent us when you sent us yeah like that's yeah like i do like the japanese intro and it wasn't included like on the original like vhs's but like when they redubbed it or you know redid it in english they included and i'm like oh man why didn't they it's kind of like you know you watch shock like with (laughs) this of the north star where you're like oh man why didn't they keep this like this is awesome like 
I was tempted to see how the Japanese version was, but I was like, no, this, this is the version Mike wants us to watch. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with this. And then I got to episode six, and I was like, um, I'll come back to this tomorrow. And then I got kind of busy, and I didn't go back to it. And then I was like, well, that's okay. I kind of, like I said, I kind of, I watched six episodes. I feel like that was five episodes too many. Oh, so Justin, I need to, I need to reverse elevator pitch this for you. Okay. So like, like the, the, the thing is like you, you tried your best. I get it. Cause like, okay, this is the, this, this version of the Giver is like, okay, one, it, it's not designed to be binge watched and we were binge watching it. Okay. So that's number one. So, so, so I would pitch it as it's like when we get together and watch, android kakaida but mm. you just binge watched like all like 50 episodes of it and then on top of that it's like kakaida but it's got the aesthetic of ninja scroll mm. but it's got the pacing of fucking harlock saga <laughs> and you're just like oh for fuck's sake like and, and, you know and you know it's funny for me like i i mean may, maybe it's just the way i read comics or whatever but I don't think it's just me, but like, cause, cause I was, I was trying to compare some of the different versions, especially like with, with the, the early issue of the manga compared to this series, compared to the OVA, compared to this 2005 series or whatever. And they all have these little like bumps in the road where they just can't get on with it. And it's like, when I was reading the manga, it was like all the, it, it, think of it this way, like the reason why I bring up Kakaida is it takes like 30 fucking episodes, 30 something fucking episodes to get to Hakaida, right? And that's like, ooh, he's super awesome. Like, I think you gave up before you got to Hakaida because <laughs> he doesn't show up until, you know, the, the back half of the series. Whereas if you read the fucking manga, it's like by issue three, he's like, what's up, bro? I'm Guyver three and I'm super mysterious and badass. And that might have like led you to have oh, I- some interest to it i don't know i got to guyver three i thought he was okay. cool i thought okay. his design okay. was really cool and i was like oh he's the he's the guy and he, oh i was like oh okay let's yeah I, I like guyver three and his design so there's that yeah i mean it's i don't know like but but i i understand what you're saying like there there is there is a pacing issue i think with with a lot of this stuff and um in episode two there's a scene where like i think there's a zoinoid he has like both the he has a hold of both of show's arms and he's he's like i'm going to rip your arms off and like the va for show is screaming and it just it oh, goes yeah. on forever and i was like this is so irritating and it's going on forever i'm just like just rip his arms off and get it over with cuz this guy's like irritating the crap out of me like all right dude well Should i'm at like yeah. Like I said, the 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 remastered version they did like years later for the DVD, they like remove all that distortion on the Guyvers, like when they talk and like the Zoonoids. So imagine like shows screams, but with no like you know twangy distortion. So he's just like, like, why'd you remove the distortion? Like the distortion helps it. Like don't don't remove the distortion. Like. You know how, like, you can't help but watch the, the original streamline Akira dub and think of, like, you know, Leonardo. It's like, yeah. I can't, I can't fucking watch this and not think of fucking Agumon. Like, every, <laughs> every time, every time Show would say something, he'd be like, 
hey guys, like, let's go, like, uh, go to the store, you know? And I'm just kind of like, it's fucking Agumon, dude. And like Agumon screaming, it's like, Ty, I don't feel so good. Gaiva! You know, like that kind of thing. So uh, it's just kind of like, whoa, dude, whoa. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, like there, there's aspects to this that I think are fun. I, I, I will just say, I think, I think my preferred method for consuming this is the manga, and I'll just leave it at that. And I do have a unhealthy love for the OVA. Like, like the OVA is like I. M- Mike was making fun of me before, but it's like he, he, you know, he talked about the, you know, the hentai budget and all that stuff and whatever. You know, you know what else? Like you mentioned, you didn't expect this series to be as violent as you remembered or thought it was, Justin. Yeah. And I, I kind of feel like this version is not as violent as I remember. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like the complete opposite. And and then when I went. I, I did go back and like revisit the OVA because I found like there was like a fan dub or something like that. And I was trying, you know, I was trying to remember because I was like, did I see this? And I go, I know I've seen this. And I, I couldn't figure out like where I saw this, but I knew I saw it like back in the, you know, back in the 90s or whatever when it came out or whatever. And and I was I still can't I'm still not 100 percent sure where I encountered that. But that had a lot of emotional recall because that that scene in the OVA where he rips off the first Zoyanoid's arms, it does the full on Ninja Scroll shit where it's like it goes, you know, and does the the Kill Bill, you know, fucking shower of blood or whatever. And I feel like in 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 this series and like the the follow up series, it's like it's there, but it's not it's not the fucking it's not the Ninja Scroll like fucking shower scene do you know what i mean whereas i think i think in the in 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 that you know 86 ova it's like full-on like this is this is like you know the out of the out of the arms or whatever and then they have like a they have a hottie boom body like female guyver and she's always taking showers and shit and it's like so that kind of keeps your interest right like so i don't know but but um that you know for me like i i think the manga is probably my my preferred way to consume this I was watching those six episodes, and I was like, oh, this is like a... I was trying to think of the time period this was made, and I was like, oh, is uh, Mizuki about to get, like, hentai tentacle raped? Because I'm not prepared for that. And I don't know about the next six episodes, but at least there wasn't anything like that in this. I was kind of relieved, because I was like, I don't... I'm not in the mood for that kind of thing. And she goes through her, uh, you know... She definitely, like, has a little breakdown when she sees, like, the Giver and the Zoonoids fighting and stuff. So I was like, oh, I hope this isn't going to go where I think it's going to go. But it did Justin, did you get far enough to see the, the old man bearded doctor bad guy? I don't believe so. I The, the reason why I mentioned that is I was like, you, you missed out on the quote-unquote Professor Gill of the... <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, like there's there's a robed. What, what's his name, Mike? Doctor Walfrey? Valgus. Valgus or whatever. Anyway, that that guy, like that guy's total, like totes Doctor Gill. Like, like because he comes, he comes in, and he's, I guess, in the manga, he's part of like a council of twelve, and they can all like, I don't know what what can they do? They can become like, like they're like, they're like a higher class of like zoonoids called zoa lords. Like, okay. so they they can control yeah. control other zoonoids. 
Yeah, so I was like, I was like, oh, this dude's totally like fucking Professor Gill. You know what I mean? And and you know what else? Part of my backward pitch is like this wants to have the corporate intrigue of common writer Gaim, but does not. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I feel like that when when I was trying to hint at like that that it went on to influence other things. Like, I feel like there's a lot of because because there's there, there's all this aspect of like you know the way like kota will be like oh you know the the invest turns out like it was my best friend that i killed yeah. you know all this other stuff it's like later they i, I don't know how far you you got in it because i'm confused on that you know because i fucking binged it so i watched the whole thing but i don't think you got to this part but eventually they go and and he rescues his dad and when he's carrying his dad back they think they're out of shit's creek or whatever but as he's carrying his dad on his back in guyver mode the the dad sprouts these fucking spider legs and shit, and it turns out he's one of these enzyme beast fucking things, and he's been corrupted by, you know, the Professor Gill guy or whatever. And then it's like he's gotta fight his fucking dad. And then he fucking you know, he the 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 enzyme thing like basically smashes his brain out. I mean, this dude's like fucking, you know, Wolverine back when he was getting healed from like a a drop of blood. It's like if if the control circle or whatever and 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 just a little sliver of fucking DNA is left, like the Giver can rebuild the whole thing. So it, it, basically the Giver suit is operating on its own without any show brain. And because there's no show brain, it doesn't feel guilty about like totally wasting his dad and then he does it but then when all said and done you know and it it heals him and and he's he's recovered and all this other stuff there's all this like mental trauma and anguish and shit just like kota has over killing his friend you know that was an invest because he didn't realize it at the time and it's the same thing with this like because he was in his i don't know guyver berserker rage mode or whatever you want to call it like he had no idea this was going on either so when he when he finally catches up to speed he's just like oh my god like what did i do i killed my own father you know so there's all this kind of like pathos and drama and bullshit and everything um i you know the, the it, it's interesting the ova wipes out the the best friend i think the 86 ova whereas the other two versions keep the 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 chubby best friend or whatever that you know is the the older brother to uh, Mizuki or whatever and stuff like that so there's there's that aspect that's like slightly different I think between some of the series but um I mean you know th- th- and then and then there's that one guy like that's like fucking reporter city hunter dude or whatever and like that kind of reminds me of like the trope in like the tokusatsu things like you know when uh, in the Spider Man, when the 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 cop shows up and he's got the guitar and you know is is shooting people down and everything, it's like this extra cool guy that shows up to help out like the lead character or whatever. It's like he just shows up out of nowhere to be like Mister Cool City Hunter dude or something. Yeah, Murakami. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like what his deal is and like, you know, Justin didn't watch this far, but he can he's like a prototype like Zoa Lord. Like so he like that's basically what his deal becomes is that he was like a prototype to become like a, that higher class of like Zoanoid. And like he kind of he can only use his power for like limited times and stuff and event like, you know, he kind of becomes one of their allies like in well, the that, manga. That's, that's... And, that's why they're having that like telepathy battle, like him and the the doctor guy or whatever. Like yeah. he's trying to like stop his father from from going crazy, but then eventually he's overwhelmed by the 
the Professor Gill type dude or whatever because he 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 is in full control of it or whatever. Yeah, you know what else? Like I I mean I I, I just kind of glean this by like reading stuff and watching all these like you know freaking you know Guyver explained videos or whatever on YouTube and shit. But like the I I get that like it, it, it's weird because this doesn't I I feel like if you just took the early manga and early uh, the, these OVAs and stuff at face value. I mean, th- they sort of briefly mention it, but I mean, if you're if you're you know, if if you're just watching it for the the blood spray and the the fighting and shit, you know, it probably just flies past you if you're not paying attention super hard. But they talk about like about who created humanity and that humanity was really created to just be vessels for these zoonoids and that you know vessels for the gyvers and all this other stuff like that there's some you know alien species that they call the creators or whatever they call them you know that that basically have set all this up over the centuries and that they created the dinosaurs and then the dinosaurs weren't working out so they sent an asteroid and killed them all and then they started over with humanity and blah 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 and all i could think of was like i guess these guys are like the guyver engineers or something you know it reminded me of prometheus or some shit yeah like they they get further into like the alien race that created like the zoonoids and like you know ostensibly humanity like itself like uh, like later on in the manga and like you know, it enters like a phase where they're trying to make contact with those aliens and stuff like later on. But the this OVA doesn't reach that point. But uh, well, Justin, there's there's no hentai tentacles like in this or whatever. But like in the episode twelve, it's like the, the, yeah, Zoonoid like holds Mizuki hostage and like rips all her clothes off. So um, I mean, that's that's typical like early nineties like yeah, anime. It definitely there, is, there, yeah. There, there were much cooler hentai tentacles in the OVA, Justin. There's <laughs> the, instead of instead of that boring blonde dude who becomes the second Giver, it's this like hot as fuck like redhead, and and then when the Giver suit takes her over, it's like this total like you know Sailor Moon where she's like naked for no reason and the the tentacles are like going all over the place and she's like oh 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 and then she like becomes the Giver and fights with uh show or whatever but I was like oh she's pretty cool you know it's funny you mentioned like you know Giver 2 like Lisker which which is like he 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 debuts and then he dies like in the same episode and like even I know even like the manga author says like one of his regrets is that he killed Giver two off so soon because like he felt like it was like a waste of a, you know, a character. And the 2005 anime actually like lets Giver two like live a little bit longer, like where, you know, they I think that he doesn't die till like episode seven or eight, like where they keep him around for a while. And I, I mean, I they, think that's I think that's a, about as far as I got in that. 2005 anime yeah. up to the point but, where they introduce Lisker. But he's he's basically a plot device to show you what happens if the control metal like gets damaged or whatever. Yeah. So like yeah. just to establish that, you know, oh, if the control metal gets damaged, the Giver can't regenerate. But that never becomes like an issue again for the rest of the series, pretty so, much because so Valkyria does the same thing in the OVA, right? Like she, you know, in the OVA, she is Lisker and she gets her control thing damaged and, you know, suit, uh, yeah, eats her alive. And, and show like show like blows her away with his booby guns or whatever the fuck. Right. Like yeah. and 
And like, and then it's great because then they cut to her being naked for a few seconds before they kill her or whatever. And then, like, what I was wondering was, I read something about how they later tried to incorporate that character into the manga. So what what's up with that? Like, she does she show up? Yeah, later? like the he, eventually the manga author incorporated her into the manga itself, and like she kind of debuted like relatively like recently towards you know the point where the manga like abruptly ends so but she yeah it's basically it's her she's like an artificial guyver kind of like because the you know they already she already had lisker in the manga and lisker died and the second guyver was lost so she she kind of has like an artificial guyver unit and like she becomes like one of uh uh was his name uh commander guo's like who he he come he is like probably the most like prolific villain in the series because he comes back a number of times and like he she becomes like his sort of like second hand woman like sort of but like speaking of guo like (laughs) me and my friends always used to call him tombstone elvis because he reminded (laughs) (laughs) he reminded us of like like tombstone from marvel comics and then his hair is like all like elvis shaped Listen to me, all of my zoonoids. Find the Guyvers, attack them, kill them, annihilate them. Oh. The, the, the one thing I thought was disappointing, well, I, I don't know, like, not, not that there's other things that are disappointing, but I know how you said that that 2005 series was sort of middle of the road. And, like, I was looking at something where it was, like, it was showing you, like, all the different versions of him from, like, the manga, from from these, you know, OVAs and 12-episode and, and series. And then it was the version of him from the 2005. And it's like, they totally, like, they toned down his eyebrows. Like, he, he, he almost just looks like a normal dude. And I was like, how disappointing. Like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna have that guy, he might as well look like Benicio Del Toro as the fucking collector. Like, he might as well just be, like, all fucking... <laughs> you know, wow, or whatever, like, like, why, why try to, like, even, like why, even, why try to tone him down, you know? Yeah, he even, like, sounds normal, like, in that 2005, like, and, like, I, I know, Justin, you were making fun of his voice, but I always thought, like, you know, like, I, and I know it's, like, ch- typical cheesy 90s anime, but, like, I, me and my friends used to, like, imitate him all the time, where, you know, when he's, like, uh, he tells, like, the Zoonoid, the Zoonoid Ginyu Force or whatever to, like, retreat, and he's, like, you know, he ta- talks to them telepathically, and he's like, like, Hyperzoanoid Team 5, return to base. Events have taken an unexpected turn. Like, <laughs> like, like we always used to, like, make fun of his, like, cadence and stuff. Like, like you know, like, Zektor, like, I fear that if you do not kill Giver 3, your thirst for vengeance will never be quenched. Like, you know, like, you, you just... I don't know why, like they had him talk like that, but maybe, like, maybe they can get uh, Christopher Walken to play him in a movie. Yeah. You know? But Zoinoids. That's like a a difference from like the you know the manga and the like the 2005 like anime like the the hyper Zoinoid Team Five or like I, like I call them like the Zoinoid Ginyu Force or whatever. Like they they stick around for a lot longer than in like this OVA. Like in like. Um, the you I guess you didn't see this, Justin, but like you know the kind of 
final boss of the the second six episodes, uh, Aptum, like he he sticks around. Like Derek, like I don't know how far you saw into 2005 anime, but like he, you know how like after show like Mega smashes him and like there's only like his arm left or whatever. Mm, well, like yeah, he yeah. regenerates from that arm. Oh, okay. And like he eventually kind of becomes like shows kind of like Venom slash Vegeta sorta, where yeah. like he's always following show around and stalking him and like killing anyone who tries to kill show. Cause he's like, I'm the one who's going to kill show. Like, you know, okay. And then eventually like he becomes like lethal protector venom where he's like protecting Mizuki and Tetsuro. Cause he's like, well, if you guys die, like show won't want to fight me. So I got to protect you guys. Like, and then, yeah, it eventually becomes like that in the manga. But, um, and then like Aptum, um, the leader of the hyperzonoid team five, a uh, Zector, like he survives after Aptum's like killed the other four guys and absorbed them. So like they have like a long running sort of rivalry where Zector is like always out for revenge against Aptum for killing his buddies. So it's like it's it's like a cycle of like Aptum wants revenge on Show for Show killing his buddies. Zector wants revenge on Aptum for Aptum killing his buddies. And then, like, it just keeps going around and around and around. But I, I do love that bit, like, when he fights Aptum and Aptum, like, melts his arms and he's like, aha, you can't use the Mega Smasher. And, like, you know, show, you know, uses Roundo 2 power and, like, mentally forces the Mega Smasher open and, like, vaporizes him. Like I know, like I, I like I said, I I have like a nostalgic fondness for it. I know it's cheesy. Like I know, like you know, it's it's really slow paced and the animation. Like thank God you didn't see the second six episodes, Justin, because the animation gets even more wonky in those. Like it feels like a different studio <laughs> did like every episode in the second six like series of six, but. But, you know, I still I still love it. Like, I, I still, you know, I, I have like I can't separate my nostalgic love from like its actual quality. It's OK, Mike. We forgive you. <laughs> Gaiba! Gaiba! I feel like I feel like the Giver was like spawn to me in the 90s Mm, where like you know everyone would say like well spawn's like so much better than venom and wolverine because spawn can regenerate from anything and spawn has all these magic powers and spawn can do this and spawn can do that and like i would always be like well the guyver is even better than spawn because the guyver can like regenerate from this and he's got the mega smasher and you know the gravity globe and like all that shit so like you know we used to get into all these arguments like you know, who would win, like Venom or Spawn or the Giver and like and then, you know, stuff like that. Kind of a proponent for the Giver doing his booby blast on both those guys. But, you know, <laughs> I I think... mean, he, he, he does have insane uh, recuperative capabilities, so he like pretty difficult. Um, He at the like, you know, this this OVA ends at the point. Like where like the manga sort of like at a middle point of a storyline where they, you know, they still kind of have to infiltrate like that mountain base of Kronos and stuff. And like eventually that like culminates in a, like a fight between like Giver one and Giver three versus like Guo after he returns like at the top of that mountain. And then um, there's some they, like they they open like the alien ship and then like the rest of the Zoa Lords show up to like 
because Guo was like acting independently from them. And then like show eventually like gets vaporized to like just the control metal. And like he, he like he gets sealed away in like this sort of like casket like his control metal does. And there's like a scrap of his DNA left on the control metal. And then there's like a year time skip where he's like regenerating inside the casket or whatever from that like scrap of DNA. And like, like in that time skip, it's like Kronos like reveals itself to the world, basically takes over the world, like, like, like Hydra taking over shield almost. And like when show finally awakens, it's like, all his friends are like living as fugitives because Kronos like is taken over the entire world and stuff. And then they, they kind of go on the run and stuff like that. Kind of like Yggdrasil, like totally owning like all of Japan or whatever. So I mean, it's, it's, it reminds me of other shit. Yeah. Right? It's a very tokusatsu like esque, like, but yeah, I mean, they, the manga, like, the manga is very slow paced too. like this. And what's more is like every like 20 chapters or so, the author like feels the need to reiterate everything that's happened so far. So he has like a chapter where it's like, you know, either Mizuki or Agito or like Tetsuro going like, I can't believe like how far we've come. Like it seemed only yesterday we were high school students. Then this happened. Then that happened. Then this happened. And like, it's a whole chapter of him recounting the entire saga. And it seems to happen like every 20 or 30 like issues or, or chapters. And I'm like, okay, well I get, you're trying to do a, you know, people new reader friendly. Like I was like, this, this manga is so slow paced as it is. Like, can you really afford this? But it was only yesterday that we were high school students, Ty. And now we're totally on the run. And like, well, and he he does a lot of time skips too. Like after every big battle or like saga, there's always like a time skip. And like, mm. I feel like all the important characterization happens in the time skip. The time skip. Because hmm. it's like okay. you know they're they're all living like at some like mansion in the middle of nowhere because they can't live in the city because Kronos like owns the city or whatever and like after like they beat some Zoa Lord guy like in the manga like it's like and then like three months later and then it's like like three months later and it's like Mizuki like wakes up like naked in her bed and she like looks to her side and shows there too and I'm like oh I guess they slept together like finally like in those three months or whatever and I was like well that would have been nice to develop up to instead of just dropping it into a time skip but whatever I, I, I feel like the 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 series you had us watch like there was that sort of key moment where like she, she kind of loses it you know like like where they, they explain sort of that you know i don't know humanity is just cattle for the zoyanoids and the givers and the creators and all that other stuff and she kind of has that moment where she has to like run off and everything and like her brother tries to go after her and they're like no wait show has to do it you know and show goes after her and everything and she's like banging on his chest is like this is fucking show i hate this shit like i'm just a girl i just want to go to high school and buy shit and go shopping and there's all this bullshit going on you know she's like fucking tired of it and everything and you like you could kind of get that right because it's like what the fuck like in my you know my pseudo boyfriend's brain is all over the place and you know everybody's all fucking you know trying to you know i don't know fucking rule the world or whatever the fuck they're trying to do you know so i i kind of get that Mizuki is not the like deepest character, I guess. I mean, she either exists to freak out 
get kidnapped or like fret about show or scream show or whatever. So, I mean, like in like I Tetsuro is cool. Like I, th- I think Tetsuro is like a you know he's a he's a solid bro to like show. Like I mean, yeah. how many of like you know how many of your friends are like you know hey dude get with my sister like basically like <laughs> so like. But and then yeah. you know you got him and then you got Agito who is like you know the sort of um he's like the anti-hero type like I guess like yeah. of the show yeah. like and well the, the thing is like Agito also exists to be like totally eventually like in the manga he exists to be like totally chumped out to like shows like protagonist power oh, where okay. like like Agito is always the one who like does all the ruthless stuff you know is like oh shows too weak shows too sentimental like i'm i'm the one you know who has to like take control of all this shit and like whatever and then show is just like no like protagonist power and like show does like something better and agito's like what my plan did not work like there's a point like they both get a new set of guyver armor called like the guyver gigantic and it's like just it's just bigger like guyver suit that wraps around their like normal guyver suits but there's only one of them and like either of them can use it and they can both like summon it so they like decide to share it but like at some point like agito and show have like a falling out and like agito's like oh show's too weak like i'm taking the gigantic because i've got shit to do right so show's like okay whatever man like oh you can have it like whatever like and then it's okay ty yeah yeah. take the gigantor suit Yep. Yeah, exactly. So he's in his Agumon voice. He's like, okay. Like, yeah. But um, it's okay, bro. But uh, like Agito's like in the middle of doing something with a gigantic, and then like somewhere else, Show is like having this epic battle against like some Zoa Lord. And Show like uses his protagonist power and he like rips the gigantic away from Agito. And like Agito's like, what? Show's will is stronger than my own? Like, it cannot be. Like, you know. And like he summons the gigantic to him or whatever, and it's like it, it. And eventually, like Agito and Show have like this really epic kind of fight between like the two because they can't like coexist basically because of their methods clashing too much. And I don't like. I feel really bad for um. Uh, Justin probably didn't encounter this character, but uh, Shizu, you know that girl uh, that okay. like yeah, yeah, they yeah, meet yeah. in the woods, like because mm-hmm. like her and her grandfather are basically like say Agito's like you know like her Alfred's? grandfather's like Alfred, yeah, yeah, and like you know that's his like daughter or whatever, yeah, yeah. and they're like a hundred percent like dedicated to Agito. So like later on, like Agito, like she is so dedicated to him that she like becomes a zoonoid for him. And like he like he was like yo become a zoonoid bitch and she's like okay like you know and like the, she becomes like his like you know his kind of second in command or whatever and like I know it's kind of like I guess what I'm saying is like the manga author doesn't write the best female characters sometimes like they're all about you know crying about their man or being like you know otherwise like hassled about that but. I'm 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 just gonna bring this back to Justin a little bit, but that that to me sounds a lot like you know Kota and 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 Kaito and and uh, Peachy and all that. You know what I mean? Like like that whole thing. But yeah, like I I kind of it's it's very similar to Berserk, where like I kind of wish like I feel like this twelve episode OVA is the best like distillation of the concept. But even even though the 2005 one is a more closer like to the manga, like 
I feel it's it's sad to say, but I feel like the manga story isn't as good as like I don't, it's too slow paced and too like scatterbrained at times. So like I feel like the OVA like distills it the story a lot better. I mean, what what I've read of the manga, I liked, but but again, I'm I'm willing it's, to it's admit okay, maybe that's but... just the way I read things or whatever. But I I I, I kind of felt like the pacing in in this and even the 2005 were both kind of like, all right. I mean, it's it's kind of like a you know something you have to be in the right mood to you know to experience. I think. Yeah, but like I, I like I wish. There was an ideal adaptation of this, but like it doesn't seem like there ever will be. So, like everything, it's like I said, very similar to Berserk, where the '90s, the '90s series is like you know okay, but with flaws. Then the modern series isn't that great, and like you know the manga is you know the purest vision, but like it might never have an ending. So, like I said, I have infinite nostalgia for this. Like I can totally understand that watching it now. And especially like you said, Derek, like watching it back to back to back can seem, you know, it's just yeah, I, how it's I, meant to be experienced. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't think this is something that you should binge. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's something you should maybe watch an episode or two and then, you know, do, do it over a couple, you know, multiple nights or whatever, you know. Yeah, Derek, you know, like. The obviously, like you know, this is this was like uh, dubbed like in the earlier days of manga dubs and whatever. And like, I mean, there's some like experienced guys in there, but they weren't as experienced back then. But I love the, and I think it's in episode eight or nine. But one of the friggin' Chronos hen- henchmen just has like a Scottish accent. Like, oh randomly. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like that, that, that was that was Shrek. so fucking awful. Yeah, the friggin' like... Shrek. Like Chronos henchmen, like it's like it's like they're like, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll come up with something creative. Hey there, uh, the Guyver's out there making a stink, guy. You know, you're just like, you're just like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Should we go out there? And it's like, I don't want you to take out the Guyver. I want you to stay here. Right then, sir. I'll stay right here. Arr. And you know, it's and like, just like, whoa. And it's like, you know, like Balgus is like, you know, it's like the Giver is like nearby and he's like, Giver. <laughs> so dude, dude was committed to his choice. The choice was fucking terrible. terrible. <laughs> but it's like, I almost, I wonder, like, obviously an incidental voice. So I might, I wonder which one of the cast, like, just decided, like, okay, I got to make this dude sound different. I, I got to make this dude sound different from me. Dr. Belkis, the intruders have helped the prisoners escape. Our hostages. We've increased security, but something unexpected like this, we're doing our best to locate them, sir. No pursuit. What? Even you should recognize the evidence of a Giver incursion. Ah, because, I mean, it's like even in the very first episode like that, you know, the dude who's originally carrying the three Giver units like it's the same voice actor as show. Yeah. So, I mean, like and he barely like distinguishes like himself. But I really got to get home to my family, Ty. <laughs> it's like, <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> I'm human. I'm human. 
See, that's what's funny. Like the the OVA, like the the dude driving the truck is an asshole and kicks him out of the truck and beats him up and stuff. But then, like uh, in this, the dude just accidentally runs him over. So I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Like I I don't know what the logic is behind those types of changes. Do you, like, in other words, like like for me, like I get in the, in the OVA, like the the reason why um what's his face the the best friend was omitted is for. For time purposes, right? The, the OVA they had fifty minutes, so they're like, oh, you know, screw the screw the chubby fat friend. Like, we'll just do Mizuki and show, and that's it, right? And like, e- 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 whether you're happy with that or you're appalled by that, like, where you're like, this is ridiculous. That's not like the manga. Like, the the logic behind it is we need we need as much time to the protagonist and his quote unquote romantic interest, right? And we don't need anybody else to to suck up that time but when, when i'm like okay so the, the big giant mustache guy in the beginning like he kicks the guy out of the truck versus he accidentally runs over the guy with the truck like i'm just kind of like is it are they are they tr- they were like trying to be nice to truckers in in your version like i don't i don't know i don't know what the logic was you know but yeah, I think though I guess the last thing I'll say is I hope it would be nice if someone made another like Giver figure or something or series of figures cuz like like I do have that Figma thing and like I was so disappointed cuz like you look at the box and like the eyes look normal and then when you take him out of the box he's got these huge bug eyes like the the actual toy and I'm wondering if that's some kind of defect or the mold didn't turn out right or what but yeah, you'd think with the way that those things get made like eventually somebody would take another crack at it hmm. what do you i was gonna say like, i guess like we've mentioned like the live action movies like I, I i do like i mean the first one is like cheesy as fuck and it's got it's got Mark I, Hamill I, I get yeah least, i mean that but. that's probably part of my history with the franchise because i mean I, I think the main reason why i watched that first movie was because of mark hamill right like and 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 i you know again i had a a passing familiarity with the the Giver property, but the main reason why I watched that first movie was because of Mark Hamill. And I think I didn't watch that second movie until like you know how you said you didn't come back to finishing the the this this anime like the last couple episodes until like maybe the twenty tens or something like that. I feel like I didn't watch you know uh, Dark Giver or you know I didn't watch that sequel because I think because the first one kind of left that kind of you know stinky taste in my mouth where i was like oh they made a sequel to that piece of shit like why would i want to watch that and i think eventually for some reason i checked it out and it was like you know that that was pretty decent i mean for what it was you know yeah. like i, I was kind of like second one yeah I, I i feel like that was more you know how you you talk about you know getting the the distillation of what the guyver is i was like of the two live action movies i feel like that second one kind of yeah, at least hit the nail on the head you know it's like yeah, okay it's, like, it, it, it's workable you know what it's i mean got a like, serious tone yeah, even though yeah. you know like it's it's I, I think i feel like you know even the prosthetics like the monsters and the suits look a lot yeah. better in the second yeah. one like they put like a lot of like they clearly didn't put a lot of money into like the set because they just film all outdoors shit for the most part but you know like yeah, I have a fondness for the second one, you know, as a good solid like B movie kind yeah, of. Yeah. And it's got we just talked about Metal Gear. It's got David Hayter as the main yep. character. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 you know it's good. All right. If you guys have any comments, questions, concerns, if you're worried about 
hentai tentacle monsters in OVAs and blood splattering things and Giver tentacles taking you over. You can send angry emails to fanholspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to check out the backlog of episodes of Big in Japan, you can head on over to fanholspodcast.blogspot.com. We have all the backlog of episodes there for you to direct download. We are on all kinds of social media. We're on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We appreciate all the likes, hearts, shares, and retweets that we receive there. And we can be found on Apple Podcasts. We can be streamed on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, and we're on Amazon Music. So this is Justin, signing off. Hey guys, this is Derek, signing off. This is Michael, and I believe it is time for me to sign off. Goodbye! よく刺された悪夢支えく神が忘れたプログラム生きる狂気地表に満ち平和の日々踏みにしおう君よ明日への道は Goodbye. Like I said, like when you, it's it's even more horrible. Like you, you think it would be an improvement, but it's even more horrible in the like remastered version where they remove all the like digital like transformers like flanging effects from their voices and stuff. It's like it, that. That's when it really does sound like Agumon, like screaming, kind of. No. It, it, me and my friend always used to like do like the routine where um I think it's like an episode six where like uh Agito comes to like visit Tetsuro and Mizuki in the in the like Kronos prison cell and like you know Tetsuro like grabs Agito through the cell and he's like, You bastard, son of Kronos like and <laughs> Agito is like <laughs> like we always used to do the line where Agito like Steve Bloom is all like, you know, Tetsuro, gain some composure. Like, you know, like we used to, whenever someone was like freaking out, we'd be like, you know, like, like Mark, gain some composure. Like, hey, do you want me to go outside and catch the Gulliver? <laughs> what? Ah, Gulliver. The Gulliver's head is so huge. It's a huge donkey. <laughs> Let's, go donkey. Let's go get the Let's go get the Gulliver. They should have had another henchman like like Eddie Murphy or something. Like, oh man, we're gonna go get the guy. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs>